How's your Tuesday? Appreciate you being here. Whether it's on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, you can stream us on the 106.9 The Fan mobile app. You can stream us online, 1069thefan.com, or find us wherever uh, you subscribe to podcasts. You can also find our podcasts on our website. But uh, thanks for being here. Uh, and uh, look, this is a show today where we we always have great participation from the audience. You guys are awesome. Today, we really want your help on a specific subject and a specific topic. Uh, later today, we will get into the stat that blew our minds. We'll, we'll get into our player of the week. We'll break down what is going on with the Utah Jazz. They're 6-6 six and six in their last 12 games. Did they peak a month ago? And uh, how, how nervous are you? Are you hitting the panic button for the Utah Jazz? Um, but here, here's a topic, uh, Jay, that I'm really interested to get people's feedback on. I threw this out there on on Twitter earlier today, and um, I, I think it's it just we were talking about this yesterday, and we kind of teased it without teasing it. <laughs> we said we've got an interesting topic, but we didn't really tell you what it was. Um, but today is when we want to get into it, and you know we had a great baseball series over the weekend between the Dodgers and the Padres. And that has developed into a really nice rivalry. But what other rivalries are there? It it seems like rivalries in sports are disappearing. Why? First, one, why is that? Or two, maybe I'm not seeing where they exist. So remind me of, of some great modern rivalries that are going on. Sure, we have traditional rivalries, but I want to differentiate that. 20, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, we had some great rivalries in sports. Red Sox and the Yankees. Lakers and the Celtics. Cowboys and what used to be known as the Redskins, the Washington football team. Uh, I think you could go through and find a lot of other rivalries, traditional big rivalries in history. But what about in the modern era? What rivalries exist today? And... Why has it changed? So I want I really want to get your feedback on that. 435-339-0321 on our Guild Mortgage text line. One, what are the great modern rivalries? Two, why do we not see so many rivalries today like we used to? And three, um, are is it just are, are, am I missing the boat here? Um, in baseball, Cubs and Cardinals, historic rivalry. But over the last few years, it hasn't been much of a rivalry. I, I think that the Cubs and Brewers has developed into more of a rivalry. They're only 90 miles away. The Cubs travel up to Milwaukee and fill that arena that really bothers the Brewers. They throw at each other. But uh, why do we not have very many great rivalries anymore. Because that rivalry that we saw, that series that we saw this weekend between the Padres and the Dodgers is great for baseball. It's great for sports. It's great for 
television or radio. You want to tune in to the next game. How's this next one going to play out? These games are competitive. They're close. They don't like each other. Why don't we see more of that? 435-339-0321 on our Guild Mortgage text line. Um, something I want to get your feedback on, and, and we can chew on that throughout the show. Um, but uh, it has me wondering, Ajay, is it because there's so much more player movement today than there used to be back then? 20, 30 years ago, if you were drafted by a team, you stayed with that team, right? And you, you develop, there was loyalty. And uh, it, I mean, everybody was entrenched in our tribe. But today, there's players that are on your team for a few years, then they're off onto somebody else's team for a few years, and they're moving around. Does, does that water it down? Does that dilute it? Or am I missing something here? 9463 uh, says, Eric, Cody, and AJ versus AJ is the greatest modern rivalry, and you can't convince me otherwise. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> oh, shoot. It's good. Uh, 9315, I think Cash Valley has some uh, new great rivalries with the high schools. I think that Ridgeline and Mountain Crest is a great rivalry. It's heated, still is. Mountain Crest, Skyview, historically, there's some rivalry 90s there. 90s it was, 2000s it was, it's died off a lot. Logan and Bear River, there was a rivalry there for a while. Yeah, in like mid-2000s, late-2000s, yeah. It's changed a little bit. Died off. Uh, 5338, I agree, Eric. I think free agency has really minimized rivalries. What about the text before that? Uh, oh, I missed that one. The greatest modern rivalry today is Eric Franson versus Ajay Salveson. Dude, he texted that, and about 10 seconds later, <laughs> 9463 pulls up his text of Eric Cody and AJ versus Ajay. So I, I think to 5338 and 9463, who's winning that rivalry? Am I winning? <laughs> or am I, I mean, according to pick six, I'm getting my butt kicked right now. It's been like two months, which feels like two years since I've actually actually won a uh, a, a pick six. But uh, I think there's some great rivalries in college sports, Eric. Can, but I think professionally, no. And and you're right. In the and, pro sports, they just seem to be diminishing. And and here's the reason why. And you hit it like head on the nail. You only had to say two words. You know what those two words were? Free agency. Like I mean, with the exception of Ray Allen going to. Miami leaving Boston and then like Garnett, Pierce, and Rondo hating Ray Allen every bit of peace and body part of Ray Allen. <laughs> uh, the free agency has really, and, and 533 is definitely there. It's, it's minimized the rivalry because now you're, you know, it's all it's your friends going over here to play. Hey, I still respect him. I still love him. Um, instead of building like a legitimate rivalry, and I, I, I missed that. Even um, God, like, I'm, I'm trying. Okay, so Kevin Durant's another great example of going against the grain here, right? He was in Oklahoma City in 2015 or 16, whatever that was. Uh, and his Warriors have a 3 1 lead on the best record ever in NBA history in a regular season. Warriors, they lose the next three games and they lose the series 
Warriors go and blow a 3-1 lead and lose to the Cavaliers. So what is Kevin Durant doing in free agency? Instead of just sticking it out and staying with Oklahoma City or going to the Lakers or going to the Clippers, he goes to the 73-9 Warriors team. Guess what? Oklahoma City despises him. Players, staff, uh, fans alike hate Kevin Durant because of what he did in Oklahoma City. And, and by the way, I was there in Ohio when LeBron went from Cleveland to Miami. I've never seen a guy go from God to devil that quickly. And he did. He absolutely did. Uh, but I, my goodness, I, I, I can't, I like free agency has ruined so many things. But at the same time, I think, and you've heard it too, Eric, I'm sure you have. But my guys like Jordan, Bird, Reggie Miller, John Stockton, Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, those early 90s stars never said, you know what? Jordan's kicking my trash, and I'm tired of it. Hey, Bulls, do you want me to come play for you? I'd love to come play with you and with Michael Jordan because I can go win a championship. Right, it was unheard of. Yeah, like Larry Bird despised that. Robert Parrish, Kevin McHale, they were never going to go play for the Lakers and go hang out with Kareem and Magic. That wasn't their forte. Even Charles Oakley absolutely hated going from Chicago to New York, then turned around and hated Chicago with every fiber in his being after being there for five years. Hated Chicago. He hated Michael Jordan. Pat Riley taught them to, like, you know, Michael Jordan's going to want you to go golfing, go hang out and go to dinner. You are not allowed to go do that. I don't want to see you around them. I mean, it was incredible, right? And now it's, you know, we're going to go have a glass of wine with, so-and-so and have a dinner with each other and chat about when we can, you know, meet up and play on the same team. That kind of crap is just so annoying. And it is so, it just waters down how great the sport is. But you're right. I love the example you brought up. The Padres and Dodgers are so lit right now. Cubs and Brewers are on that list. The Oakland A's and the Houston Astros definitely right. are on that list. I think you're right. I think that, that's a new modern rivalry, which yeah. is fun, which is saucy. Definitely. Well, after every NBA game, uh, everybody's congregating at midcourt, dapping each other up. You know, they cover their face. They're talking to each other. You know, telling jokes. Which you know what? I that doesn't necessarily bother me. I'm glad that they're they're friendly toward each other and they have good relationships. But I like, don't. I no. Where, I don't want that. Where's like my team versus your team? Yeah. I okay. And I and I get what you're saying. I don't want that though. I don't want the off-court friendship. No. <coughs> Excuse me. If you're like if you're on Twitter and and you light up a guy for 42 points, you get on Twitter and be like, "Hey, you're the defensive player of the year. Here's the highlights of the game." And we torch you. Like don't get on there and be like, "Hey man, mad respect. You're a great defensive." No. Shut up. You put 42 on him. You hate his guts. Because we're in a society now, we can't say anything to hurt other people's feelings. Yeah, why? why the NBA doesn't so allow soft? you to taunt, doesn't allow you to trash talk. The oh, NFL man, is coming that. down harder yeah. on taunting in in their sport. It's like no, we we can't we can't hurt each other's feelings. We can hurt each other physically, but we can't hurt each other's feelings. Nine four six not allowed. Nine four six three. I think it has transi uh, transitioned to certain groups of people hate certain players. Rather than certain teams, I'll agree to that. Okay, I think there's a rivalry between Utah Jazz fans and Russell Westbrook. Yes, 
whether he's wearing an Oklahoma City jersey, I mean, a Houston jersey, here's or a Washington though, jersey. Is that, is that the list for the Utah Jazz fans is so long, right? Ben Simmons is on that list. Russell Westbrook's on that list. For whatever reason, LeBron James could be on that list, even though LeBron James, and there, there's no rivalry there. Kobe Bryant was definitely on that list, though. Kobe Bryant hated Utah, and Utah hated Kobe Bryant. But I wouldn't say players hated Kobe Bryant. Like, I just didn't see that. Um, in fact, I would almost put that, well, no, college is kind of different. I was about to say they hate certain, hate certain players, but I think more so it's just a fan base versus the fan base. Uh, 8-0-0-3, win, lose, or draw. In my book, RJ wins every time. Kate, you know what? Oh, no, no, get some love. You know it's what? Good for you. It's me and eight zero zero three. And nine four seven four and two seven eight seven versus the rest of the world. Okay, <laughs> it is us four versus everybody else. Okay, everybody else here: Cody, AJ, Eric, Leon, nine three one zero five eight seven nine two seven. It's up. It's us four versus you guys. That's what that rivalry is. Eight zero zero three is on my side. God bless you. Nine three one five. Good question here, by the way. I want to get your thoughts, Eric. Will the Raiders going to Las Vegas help them gain a new rivalry with the Broncos, seeing that more now more people in Utah will be hoping that Las Vegas wins? Maybe. Look, there's already a, a, a degree of rivalry that it, it currently exists between the Raiders and the Broncos. Yeah. I don't think the Broncos organization really cares that fans in the, the southern half of Utah are now suddenly Bron- uh, Raiders fans. Now, maybe it encroaches more than just the southern part of Utah. But Denver Broncos are, they're thinking Colorado. If a team encroaches on their geography a little bit, I don't know how much that creates a rivalry as much as what actually happens on the field of play. No, I'd agree. I would definitely go with that. Um, and, and and so, okay, so even in the end of, I think NFL's held up their end of the bargain in regards to this. Like, Pittsburgh and Baltimore hate each other. They they despise each other. Baltimore hates Ben Roethlisberger with a, every bit of it, you know, and the same thing. You know, Jets and Patriots, I, I still think, is there. You know, they've been steaming at each other since Eric Mangini went from New England to New York. You know, the Bill Belichick going from New York Jets was there for a half a day. And then resigned as the head coach in a press conference when he's supposed to be introduced. Like that's that rivalry is there. The Jets, I mean the the, the Steelers and the Ravens. Um, I don't know if the, the Niners and Cowboys was a great rivalry in the mid nineties. Remember that? I mean, they they I mean they were back to back to back NFC Championship matches between those two teams. Yeah. Uh, there was a really I mean Trell Owens brought some into it. Deion Sanders brought a lot into that. Yeah. Yeah. That used to be there. Who are the Packers rival? Well, there was a time where it was the Packers versus Niners. Yeah, that's true. That late '90s era, um, Packers you, versus Bears. I think is kind of oscillated back and forth. Oh man, and you know it was great. And see, I'd go, I'd do anything to go back to that time. You know, because even in 2010, when you know the Bears, I think were like the number two seed, went to the NFC Championship, hosted against the Packers, and Aaron Rodgers still beat them. Like there was pure hatred between those two teams. And, and again, I don't mean to like bring down like you know hellfire and brimstone, but I want to see some hatred. I want to see like a, a guy go up to the pole and be like, "Dude, I hate the Green Bay Packers." I remember when Joakim Noah, like you remember when Joakim Noah and LeBron James had beef, 
And then there was Deshaun Stevenson, LeBron James. Like, and, and Joakim Noah would be like, you know what, dude? Cleveland sucks. No one likes Cleveland. Do you know why? Because nobody lives in Cleveland. It's it's dark. It looks like crap. It's a crappy place. <laughs> he really he went on he yes. went on a press conference. He trashed and he the said city. That. Yeah. Like that's great. I love that. I absolutely love that. I loved it. Everyone's like, oh, that's not professional. You know? No, shut up. They don't like each other. They aren't supposed to be friends. They hate each other. This is what it's supposed to be like. So is it because we live in a, in a social media world where everybody feels like they can't offend anybody at any time? No, no. We're it's, striving so hard to be liked by everyone. No. We I, have to whitewash everything that we have. we might say or think on social media. See, I, I don't think it. I think I'm with you though. I still stand with the idea that free agency has softened so many things up. That's what's annoying. Is that free agency has ruined everything, including the NBA. Like the NBA was fun to watch when I mean teams hated teams, right? It wasn't just the fan base versus the fan base. It was no, our team, our guys hate your guys. I mean, it made it so pure and so fun and so raw. It was unabridged. I mean, it was beautiful. And now it's just, it's scripted. The, all the niceness and softness between players is scripted. And I wish it wasn't that way still. Well, I don't know if it's scripted, but it's definitely, uh, white. it's watered down. Yeah. Watered down. 5-3-0-8 brings up a good one. I can't believe how I forgot this. The Eagles and Giants. The Miracle in the mm. Meadowlands. And then the Miracle in Meadowlands Part 2 is Deshaun Jackson trailing the end zone line for like the last three seconds before walking in in the end zone on a punt return. Michael Vick versus the Giants. I mean, dude, that stuff was insane. And when the, and when those two teams were not the, you know, cause of the NFC least, but those two teams were competing for an NFC East Division Championship, pure gold. Absolutely beautiful. 2409. Both teams have to be competitive to have a professional rivalry. You can't have a rivalry when one uh, one's a hammer and the other's a nail. Okay, what about Yankees and Red Sox? Now, look, Yankees were always really good, always competing for World Series and winning World Series. The Red Sox weren't, yeah. but that was a great rivalry between those two. Oh, dude. Oh, and, and, and in it, fact, that was a point that was made when I threw it out on, on social media that once the Red Sox started to win, then that rivalry just kind of fizzled. Why, though? <laughs> I don't... Or has it? Do you agree with that assessment? I, uh, do you think it still exists as a rivalry? Do you remember when Johnny Damon left Boston to go to New York? Um, and he had and he used to have the classic long beard and the long hair. Uh, I mean, everybody shave. loved it. And then he had to shave when he went to New York, and Boston just made fun of him. I mean, gave him crap for it. That was great. But you're right. Like if it, 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 it did fizzle off for quite some time, um. And then I think it kind of recentered itself after, I believe, in the 12th season or 13th season. But then after David Ortiz left, after Derek Jeter left, Mariano Rivera, it died. It wasn't there anymore. Well, it, plus there was a time where Boston was good and, and New York was rebuilding and they were Yeah, won. that's true. Boston went, won a World Series and Yankees were like, dude, we're just trying we're to. not there yet. Yeah, we're trying to pick up our pieces right now. 5760. <laughs> How about Saints versus pass interference? <laughs> That's brutal. <laughs> That's mean. That's good though. And so you know, good. you know, Saints versus referees. I mean, I, I could definitely put that up there. Nine three one five. If Utah would ever play USU again anytime soon in basketball, basketball or football, we could start that rivalry again. But it's not going to happen. Right. And I, oh, I'm, I'm making a clear differentiation here. I, I think 
there are good rivalries in college sports uh, because uh, people love those schools and those fan bases outside of an individual player. In pro sports, an individual player can make a big difference whether you're a fan or not. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that that rivalries in college sports and high school sports those exist, and I, there are great modern rivalries today. There's some historic rivalries that still exist. Um, but there's even some modern ones, and it's I'm I'm making a clear delineation on this discussion, only focusing on pro sports. That rivalries in pro sports seem to be declining. Like, name a great modern rivalry today. We had a great series, like we said, and I think this has been building up for a few years, but we had a great series over the weekend in baseball. Oh, incredible. And I think there's a few others that are developing. You mentioned Houston and Oakland. I think that's, that's a starting developing, to come around finally. I think that Chicago and Milwaukee in baseball. Okay. What about other sports? Yeah, that's what the other problem. Great, is what, what other sports? Yeah. What other rivalries are, are hot right now or saucy in professional sports? Yeah. Uh, one more I'm having a hard time coming up with some great modern rivalries that exist today. I love what 6804 texted, and he's an Ohio guy. I can tell by the area code, and I served a mission there for two years. Uh, as a Browns fan, it is sad. We thought we had a rivalry with the Steelers until we realized recently that we just flat out sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but now the rivalry is being reborn, and there is an electricity in Cleveland, and it's real. That's and you know true. what? 6804 is absolutely 159% correct because that oh, little— got- Remember that fight? It got saucy. Remember a year that fight ago. between yeah. Mason Rudolph and uh, Miles Garrett? That yes. that was beautiful, and that's what I love. People are like, yeah, you know, that's un- unprofessional. They should be swinging at each other, maybe, but I love it. I love it. I love Ma- Mason Rudolph taking a helmet to the. To, I shouldn't say that, but I love Mason Rudolph fighting with the Browns players. I love a little bit of, like you said, sauciness, a little bit of chip on the shoulder, like Trash you know what? Talk. I love that. I eat that stuff alive. I would do anything to get, and I hope, and I'm with 6804, I hope that that rivalry comes back because, dude, it used to be really, really, really good. And it can, and it can get back there, too. No, I agree. Uh, this is from 5760. Who okay. should be the Jazz's rival? My vote is Philadelphia. My vote is the Utah Jazz. <laughs> it's just they should be their own rivals. Because uh, they just. I, I think more Denver Nuggets right now. That's what 9315 said. How about Jazz and Denver? I'm with that. I think Denver. Well, okay. Actually, you're right, Denver. Because I mean, you look back in the mid '90s, it was Denver. You look back in, I mean, the 2000s, Carmelo Anthony years. Five, there was six, a big seven, there. eight, nine. It was Denver and Utah. Um, and now we're back at it. Jamal Murray, you know, in that bubble rivalry. I guess that bubble matchup in the playoffs. Yeah, it's still there. I mean, and then and the conversation of is it Jokic or Rudy, Rudy or Jokic. I can Murray see Philadelphia. But or Mitchell. Yeah. And, I mean, I know people are going to say Philadelphia. I mean, and then I get it. But at the same time, I think that's just, I mean, it's more player-like. Is it Ben Simmons or Rudy Gobert? Ben Simmons or Donovan Mitchell? Julian Bede? I don't think there's, like, a true rivalry between those two teams. I agree. I, I think when you play somebody with a little bit more re- regularity and there's some back and forth, those make for great rivalries. And, and 9938 kind of, you know, caps off the conversation really well. Rivalries don't exist in pro sports because there's no loyalty among the players. That's that puts a ribbon on this. Yeah, well, that's what it is. One right? of the, yeah, one of the responses on on my text uh, that I threw out or to my uh, Twitter that I threw out there earlier today 
Uh, this is from at uh, AggieFan underscore 33. says, it feels like players are all friends. As fans, we want our players to dislike the opposition as much as we do. So when we have all the access we do now, we see that they generally get along. Hurts the rivalry. Dodgers-Padres feels like it has some hatred or at least dislike. And then uh, at Breedley underscore TV replied, the mass congregation of of, uh, stars to the same few teams has sucked excitement from the league for me overall, especially when the talent is better by a large margin. Social media has also destroyed the fan side of the rivalries. Used to not be that way on social media when it was new. So, yeah, it's great for the sport, whatever the sport, to have rivalries because you can hype it. People get excited for it. People talk about it. Uh, It's anticipated. I think we're getting some nice rivalries in baseball. I don't see that we have great rivalries in, 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 in the NBA. I think there are some in the NFL. I really don't like that the NFL is going to have more penalties for unsportsmanlike taunting. Well, and where's the daring from the players, right? I mean, look, they get paid millions and millions of dollars. You know who didn't give a crap? Randy Moss and Terrell Owens. They didn't, I mean, they didn't care. Terrell Owens took off on a touchdown, went to the middle of the Cowboys star and spiked it. In the heat of that rivalry, just spiked it. And then here comes, I believe it was Darren Walker, and just clocks him. Oh, yeah. Dude, like, I missed that. You know what? You get paid millions of dollars. What's a $50,000 fine going to really do? I mean, honestly. whoopity dot, they find me. But you know what? I created some juice. I created a storyline. And I it's a legendary hatred. moment. Oh, yeah. Nobody's going to forget that. No one's going to forget Randy Moss mooning the Packer fans. <laughs> I just, it, it, they don't. And, and you know what? There's a hatred there, and I love it. I love how they build it, and I want that back. You know. You know. The next time that the Dodgers and Padres are scheduled to play each other, you cannot, you will not be able to escape the hype. No, for oh, that series, no. you I, will not be able to escape it. And by the way, everybody will be talking about Tatis. You know, kind of mocking uh, Bauer crossing home plate, that kind of stuff. You can you can bet right now that Tatis is going to take a ball to the ribs or the thigh. He's going to take, and he knows it's coming. He's waiting for it. He knows it's coming, but that's, that's, that's what you want. 8003, if you were to put my best friend in a BYU uniform, he would no longer be my friend, period. <laughs> Good. Great. Great. If, if your friend's a BYU fan and he's wearing a BYU jersey at your house, you boot him out. I don't care what it's for. You kick him out and you make him sit outside and think about life. Take a time out. Think about your decision making. See, we have those... Heated rivalries in college, but we, we do. Do we? We don't have them like that in sp- the professional sports. Here's my problem: Are we getting to the same point where the NBA is, where players are transferring from other schools and they like each other? And because I mean, dude, like everybody, everybody loves Quinn Ficklin, and Quinn Ficklin did some of the. I mean, his. I remember it's a post game press conference. I believe on your guys' uh, post game show where he was like. You know what? They uh, they said that uh, the uh, BYU Lavelle Edwards Stadium is one of the you know temples, or whatever. Well, you know, and just made some really just dis- I mean, not great comments about BYU or the religion. But you know what? People hate Quinn Ficklin in Provo now. They hate his guts, and 
Quinn loves that. He eats it up, man. I, I miss that. I miss when players hated each other because they were 45 minutes or 85 minutes south of them. For the simple fact that they went to school 85 minutes south of them, they hate their guts. I have not seen that in a long time. David Collette's another guy. You know what? You might hate him for leaving Utah State, and you, you should. But, boy, did that spice up the rivalry when it was still there. I just, man, I feel like college is getting a little bit soft, too. Um, Maybe, but it's still pretty. But do you think it's still there? Yeah, I think it's still there. I want to see it. I want to see somebody smack talk somebody on Twitter. So so does does Adam Silver need to make a phone call to, uh, what's his name? Uh, McMahon. WWE. Oh, Vince. Vince McMahon. Hey, how do you guys do it in your rivalries? <laughs> what do I need to do to create a storyline well, Yeah, here? what can I do to spice this up a bit? Kill. You know, and, and do you know that what? would really go against Adam Silver's nature because he's all about oh, let's man. make sure we're First all on class, the same page, straight line. Let's we all need to be professional. Yep, yep. We ride the line the way it's drawn, and we and it's drawn straight. And you go away from that, here is a huge fine for you. But you. His predecessor was all about trying to create rivalries and exciting TV matchups. He was all about playing oh, favorites. Heaven, and you know what? It worked, and it did. It worked. It really worked. 9463, BYU fans hate Britton Covey with a passion. That's right. His family all went to uh, BYU. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, 9463, help me out there. Well, he's a Utah County kid. Yeah, and then he went to, Utah, to Utah and was very good at Utah as well. I can't remember. I think someone, and I and it, I think Britton shot back at a BYU fan because they said, it's going to hurt your activity in the church going to Utah. And Britain had made a comment on Twitter and then deleted it, or I think a family member did, about something to the fact of, you know, if he would have went to BYU, they would have held him back in, in some way or some shape or form. Anyways, it was pretty brutal. But that's a good one, 9463. Yeah, BYU fans do not like Britton Covey. Utah fans hate Zach Wilton. They hate Taysom Hill. They love Tanner Megan because he threw him so many touchdowns. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> the wrong team. You're right. Uh, anyway, the, the, the series over the weekend between the Dodgers and the Padres got both of us thinking about the current state of rivalries in professional sports. And we'd love to get your, your thoughts on it as well. What are other budding, uh, on-the-rise, interesting rivalries that are developing in pro sports? Because, honestly, I want to know where they are because I want to go check them out. I want to be drawn to them. Because as it is right now, there's not a lot of rivalries. It's... It just doesn't seem like it has the same level of sizzle as it used to. 435-339-0321 to uh, join us on the Guild Mortgage text line. We're also going to get into the Utah Jazz and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Is that an interesting rivalry? <coughs> Pesky Timberwolves? No, it's not because one team's more competitive than the other. What well, Jazz are the nail and the Wolves are the hammer. <laughs> what is going on with Utah right now? I can't wait they for this conversation. They are 6-6 and six in their last 12 I'm going to light all of you up. I hope you're ready for this. Stat that blow, blew our mind and our player of the week. It's also coming up here on the Full Court Press. 
Well, we know the snow is melted. You know what else is melting? The prices at Discount Tire and Automotive. Discount Tire and Automotive is melting tire prices all the way down during the Spring Spectacular Sale. Get up to $150 in rebates when you buy four Goodyear tires. Plus, get special savings on special buy Goodyear-like truck tires. Discount Tire has the lowest spring tire prices anywhere. And right now, they're lower than ever. So get the lowest prices guaranteed. Use Discount Tire's layaway or six months no interest OAC. Discount Tire scout the competition to make sure no one beats their deals online or in store. Make your tire and service reservations online 24-7 at webtires.net. And cure your budget pains today with the Spring Spectacular Sale at Discount Tire. 885 North Main in Logan, 110 South Highway 165 in Providence, and 728 South Main in Smithfield. Discount Tire. So much more than a tire store. Are you a small business owner? Who's your bank? This is Bruce Rigby. I want to invite you to bank with us at Cash Valley Bank. We specialize in helping small business, and we have great people. That's the Cash Valley Bank difference. Decisions made locally, without all the red tape, by people who care and know how to help small business. Cash Valley Bank, growing, expanding, and proud to have our roots firmly planted in Cash Valley. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. It takes months to put together our anniversary sale. This is Ed at Fisher Home Furnishings. We've called FlexDeal, Lazy Boy, Bassett, Serta, every one of our name brand manufacturers to get their very best prices. Fisher's is stocked up for this anniversary sale. Find the lowest mark price and then you can take an additional 15, 20, up to 25% off. Furniture and mattresses, flooring, and also in our appliance department. Check out our custom design center and get exactly what you want. No interest financing is available. The anniversary sale going on right now at Fisher Home Furnishings or shop any time at fisherhf.com. Les Olson Company realizes that having cutting-edge and dependable computer hardware enables the front line of your business to get the job done. They also help you play defense with the most sophisticated IT security products available. Create an all-star work environment with the latest IT products and best support in Cash Valley. Les Olson Company's managed IT is there for you all the way. Visit lessolson.com to learn more. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. So, may not be some great rivalries in professional sports, but there's rivalries among radio stations. Yeah. Professionals uh, well, in radio. Okay. Oh, <laughs> We've already talked about the rivalry between AJ and AJ. No, no. The rivalry no. between AJ and Mitch Henline. <laughs> okay. By the way, I'm winning that rivalry by a lot. Which was manufactured. Do we need more manufactured rivalries then? And guess what? Guess who started that rivalry? I did, because he came on our show, and I was like, I made fun of Mitch. I made fun of him. That was a really awkward... But you know what? There's a rivalry now. (laughs) There's a rivalry. I don't know what I did to upset Ajay. (laughs) I know. And so, yeah, and that's the worst part, is that another individual who I'll leave name was like, you need to call him and apologize. I'm like, I'm not apologizing to him. So then I call and I'm like, hey, dude, I'm sorry. And he goes, I, I thought you didn't like me. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You're, you know what? He's soft. 
Quit being soft. Okay? Put your big boy pants <laughs> so on you and just, come after so me. So you got mad at him? Yeah. Good night. 5308. After getting destroyed by Aja yesterday, I've learned to be more cautious. As mentioned earlier, the Jazz are kind of their own worst enemy. How do they combat the loss of one or two of their stars in the future? 9315. Uh, Aja almost got me on this hype train at the Jazz falling apart until I heard David Locke say they will probably still be the number one seed. That's not guaranteed. And after the Jazz's two, performance, two performances against the worst team in the league, maybe I should eat crow pie. Welcome to my island, everybody. How do you like it? How do you like it? 8003. Anyone who wants to be Aja's rival... I will fight them. Eric? <laughs> Want to meet my guy 8003 in the back alley? Better bring a change of diapers. Because that man's going to just undress you and then depants you. 8003 and me doesn't are... sound very appropriate. Okay. Oh, yeah. After what happened today, <laughs> doesn't sound very appropriate. Yeah, you got me very nervous earlier in the office. <laughs> I just said that. Well, I didn't other- think of but other women professionals are no, present. No, don't say it like that. <laughs> now I've got people curious. Uh, 2409. Soft is the main reason there are no rivalries in the NBA. You never saw John Stockton and Terry Porter hugging out after a game, uh, let alone Carmelo and Isaiah Thomas, which is true, <laughs> which is very, very yeah. true. Stockton and Thomas hated each other. Malone, in, well, he shared his love with Isaiah with his elbow. Oh, yes. On his forehead. Yep. Yep, and didn't even go to the hospital to help him get stitches. Just sent him on his way. Uh, Eric, the Jazz last night gets swept by Minnesota. I knew it was coming. Okay? I spoke it into existence, as you like to say. No, you didn't. You yes. predicted the Jazz would win no, last night. No, I did not. No, I did. I, I said, said jazz, they would lose. Jazz, the, the you Vegas said the line jazz was Jazz by 10. And you said Jazz by what? 12. And I said Jazz will lose by 18 or 20. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Eric, this is why the Jazz will never be NBA champions. Great teams don't get swept. They might lose a game. They don't get swept by bad teams. Ever. Ever. This is why the Jazz will never win an NBA championship. This is why the Jazz will get to the playoffs, face a superior team in every position on the court, including the bench, and no matter what Coach Snyder does, they won't be able to figure it out. This is embarrassing for Utah. And an absolute embarrassment for the Jazz. I'm angry. Jazz are having a rough April. They're 8-6 and six in April. But let's keep this in mind. Uh, there have been stretches where they didn't have Mike Connolly. Oh, no. Stretches where they didn't this. have Jordan Clarkson. No, I don't want to hear this. A game they didn't have oh, Jordan Clarkson. Come on. Joe okay. Ingles, you know Royce O'Neal. They've had now they're in a stretch where they don't have Donovan Mitchell. Okay, no, don't give me that crap. Don't give me that crap. Okay, you know what? We miss Clarkson. Go, oh, boy, we sure miss Clarkson. Mr. 5 of 20, 1 of 10, 13 points and 8 assists, and has gotten worse by the day. Has gotten worse by the day. That's oh man, we've really missed him, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Uh bogey, or I mean Conley. Yeah, Conley, 10 of 19. 3-9 from deep. Man, four turnovers, including the last one. Oh, yeah. Sure miss Mike Conley, don't we? Donovan Mitchell, Mr. High Percentage Usage for the basketball team. Mr. ISO himself. Yeah. Boy, we sure miss having Donovan. 
Rudy Gobert, mister, I'm going to completely ignore what my correct assignment is and screw it up defensively and allow D'Angelo Russell for an open layup. Yeah, golly, you know, man, I wish we could have him back. You're right. Jeez, I wish we had those guys back. They, they were definitely critical in these stretches of basketball. Come on. There was a lot to be frustrated with last night's performance, but as you mentioned, the the uh, the the meltdown or the the complete missed assignment defensively on that inbounds play late, uh, where D'Angelo Russell gets free for an easy layup, kind of similar. They had a, a a defensive breakdown late in the game against the Lakers when they should have been able to win it in regulation, mm-hmm. and instead Royce O'Neal backs off thinking he's got help on the backside and there's nobody there. There's nobody there. So Schroeder goes right in for an easy layup. And it forces overtime, and the Jazz get killed in overtime. So, you're saying it's time to panic for the I, Jazz. It's no, over. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. Uh, 8798, someone needs to get RJ a pacifier. No. Okay, listen. I'm being... You guys are just bad that I'm right. You guys are angry that I'm right. And this is why I'm not panicking. And this is why the Jazz shouldn't panic. Because guess what, Eric? This was written in stone six months ago. Everybody knew this Utah Jazz team. Everybody knew who this Utah Jazz team was going to be outside of Utah. So when those national pundits six weeks ago were laughing, oh, that's so cute that the Jazz are doing what they're doing, but they won't be there in the end. You were laughing right along with them. I was laughing with Nick Wright. I was laughing with those guys. Because guess what? Here we are in April, most clutch time of the year, when we're like this, like we have a lead that is about as short as it could possibly be, when you got to go to Phoenix in three days, and you got to go play Phoenix, who has already gotten two games over you. I mean, that's, I mean, let's, let's play like crap during the most important time. And that's what this Jazz team's doing. Exactly what we got out of this. What, we ex- what I expected of them. I'm not panicking because I knew this was coming. Oh, I knew this was coming. So where? Are they, how far are they going to go in the playoffs? I don't know. First Eric, round exit? It, 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 it's all depending on matchups. Okay? A bad matchup like the Lakers. Oh, it's all it? depending on matchups now? What you, it's always been dependent on matchups. What are you talking about? So Minnesota is a bad matchup for the Jazz. <laughs> don't. Don't. You know better. You know better. Don't do As that. As has been clearly illustrated in their three games against the Timberwolves. You know better. They're a bad matchup for the Jazz. Five three three eight. Speaking of inbounds plays, my inbounds plays has to rank up there with the best of the year. Sign Kevin Love. Did you see that? No. Okay. No, I missed that one. Oh, listen to this. Okay, so Kevin Love uh, gets pushed in the back. He falls to the ground, scrapes his knees, a little bit angry. Second possession on the, on the uh, series of possessions. Uh, defensive side of the ball. He gets pushed in the back again. He's not happy about it. Um, there's a foul called. The third possession, and I'm not even, you can look it up on Twitter. I'm not even joking. Kevin Love, the ref throws the inbounds pass, you know, the ball to him. Okay, to Kevin Love to inbound the ball. His player is sitting two yards from him. And Kevin Love, not even joking, just slaps the ball to a Toronto Raptor who's on the other side. Like, the director's like, what are you doing? He just slaps in the ball, and then he doesn't even play defense. He just stands there. And then they give to Malachi Flynn, and he hits a three. 
I'm, I'm not even joking. Watch it on Twitter. It is incredible. Wow. A 9463, sports greatest rivalries. AJ versus saying anything remotely positive said <laughs> about the Utah Jazz. <laughs> Uh, 9315. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. Next hill. Let's see. Oh, can we please have Cody look this up? Cody's not here. He quit. Sort of. And uh, see <laughs> it's just there, not his day. And see if there was another great team that has been swept by a crappy team before. I bet you don't have to go very far to find it. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Because great teams don't play like crap in April, Eric. They don't play like crap in in April. When it when they need to be great, they get good. Uh, the the Jazz, like I said, they're eight and six in April. They they're not playing their best basketball. While other teams are ramping up, it seems like the Jazz are sliding backwards. Okay, so what is it? What is it? They've also they've been really lucky for most of the year in having a healthy roster. It's caught up to him a little bit. No, okay. Look, Here, there have been no, more players, on. key players out in oh, April than any other break. month. Holy cow. So Anthony Davis and LeBron James being out, but the Lakers going 500 without them. Come on. Going 500 without their where two best they, players. Where were they before? And the best players in the league. Where were they before? I don't know. When they were both healthy. I don't know. They were like the third best team. Okay, and where are they now? And look how they've dropped. Oh, no, They're uh, not the third no, best hold team. On, hold on. How, how? Where are they at now in the standings? Number five. Oh, they dropped from third to five, and we're, you're that's what that's what you're gonna lay it on. Is a, is a two seed drop? Guess what, Eric? The third to the one seed likes two and a half games now. That's two and a half games. That's a two and a half game difference. So without between Anthony the three and Davis, the five, it's six games actually. Between the three and the five now? Yes, it's a six-game difference. Okay, so they went on. Okay, so now it is. But during that stretch where they didn't have LeBron and Anthony Davis and they were getting crucified by the national basketball world that this is where they're going to see the Lakers fall apart, they nearly went 500 in that time. And we lost one guy. One guy. One guy. And we are just dropping like flies. I mean, we're giving up games to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Bogey, 1 of 11 uh, from the field. Ingles, 3 of 14. Clarkson, 5 of 20. Cat Towns, 21 points. I just, I, I, what? I mean, it's, and by the way, you had an 18-point lead, too. Well, what's really weird is how it was a carbon copy of the previous game. Yeah. Great first quarter, and then they fall apart. Three four two six. Jazz not locked in and ready to play in April. Absolutely, you need to have your head in the game and get it figured out quick. Block everything else and focus. It's playoff time. Man, I like that speech. I'm all about that. Eight seven nine eight. What kind of world of Ajayism is this? When a team needs to get it great, they uh, get great. They play good. Okay, that might have been a mistake. <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. Desperate, they were now. There's desperativity there. <laughs> Six two nine four perspective. Spurs would still hammer opponents late in the season when Popovich was resting his stars during championship years. Jazz are nowhere close yet. That is, I love it. I love it. I think it's a confidence thing. Confident? What? How is it a confidence? I thing? think they're jazz. They're they're not as confident. They're not playing as loose. Not playing as confident. Look in the Minnesota series. Every time somebody got the ball, they would do a pump fake. And Minnesota like realized, they're not going to shoot. They'll do a pump fake. They'll give me time to close out, 
And then they have to dribble on and try to find somebody else. They'll pass it. Whoever gets it will do a pump fake, which gives the defender time to close out. Then they can't shoot. They have to dribble around and pass it to somebody else. That, yeah, that happened the, every time. Just get the, the ball and shoot it. When you got an open look, like, take it. Open looks, yeah. Shoot the ball. If you're open, shoot the dang ball. If you want to go, if you're gonna go five and twenty, go five and twenty-one instead. Nine nine four eight. The losses to Minnesota proves why the Jazz won't win a championship. Lakers with no LeBron or AD will win against the Jazz. Jazz I would agree. Jazz have some serious soul searching to do. Yeah. Uh, nine three one five. Next, he'll say it all depends on the split. <laughs> you you were very high. I'm talking about splits during college basketball with the Aggies. There is no split in a seven-game series. <laughs> All right, got to call another timeout here in the full-court press. If you want to weigh in on the Utah Jazz situation, is it time to panic? What is going on? Why are they not playing their best basketball? Where, where are things missing for Utah? They're, uh, this has been a, kind of a rough April for them, and it's not over yet. 435-339-0321. Or if you want to continue to weigh in on where are the rivalries in professional sports and why are they missing? Four three five three three nine zero three two one here on the Full Court Press. They can put your logo on it because that's what they do at the Logo Shop. They can put your logo on anything from pens and mugs to golf balls and clocks. The Logo Shop is also the place for your team shirts and uniforms. So if your team wants to look good, call the Logo Shop and order your team uniforms today. Colors, logo, and everything else looking just like you want it to. Get your team shirts and uniforms from the Logo Shop. Call them to get a bid or just drop by 40 South Main in Logan. The Logo Shop. Cache Valley is absolutely beautiful. It's always fun to be outdoors. And now is the time to let the allergy clinic inside the Cache Valley Hospital help with venom testing for spring and summer. The allergy clinic offers testing and treatment to life-threatening stings from honeybees, yellow jackets, white-faced hornets, yellow hornets, and wasps. Independent physicians Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette offer Cache Valley a full-time allergy clinic in two locations, Providence and inside the Cache Valley Hospital. The allergy clinic accepts most insurances, including SelectMed. Call the allergy clinic at 753-7880-753-7880. Mothers are simply the best, so treat her with nothing but the best this Mother's Day with a delicious brunch buffet at Elements Restaurant. Omelets to order, crepes, hot griddled cakes, slow roasted prime ribs, salmon, shrimp, and more delicious options, including salad bar and endless desserts. Treat mom to something extraordinary at the Elements Restaurant Mother's Day brunch, Sunday, May 9th. Google Elements Restaurant to reserve online or call 750-5171. That's 750-5171. Now open and waiting for you. Elements Restaurant, next to the Spring Hill Suites in South Logan. Join us for the Grand Cinco de Mayo celebration, Wednesday, May 5th, from 11 to 7 p.m. at Willow Park in Logan. Get ready for an explosion of Mexican culture, including taco fiesta, folkloric dancers, Mexican singers, games, prizes, mariachis, food trucks, and more. Come celebrate Cinco de Mayo at Willow Park in Logan, Wednesday, May 5th, from 11 to 7 p.m. Sponsored by Cytiva. Now hiring? Visit Cytiva.com forward slash careers. Better weather, longer days, and the urge to get outside. Spring has sprung. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical, and we'd love to help you scoot into spring and enjoy $200 off our high-quality scooters. Bringing wellness home is our motto, so also enjoy $200 off our best-selling lift chairs. For locations and information, visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. Visit alpinehomemedical.com. Interviews, analysis, 
and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Dude, our listeners are awesome. They make our show so fun. <laughs> They're great. I love our listeners. Piranhas, by the way. He loves when I get fired up. I'm not just fired up, Eric. I'm angry. Because we get the same crap from this Jazz team with different players. We got the same crap from the Stockton Malone era. We got the same bull crap from the Darren Williams era. Guess what? We're getting it again. 9948, the Jazz need Brock Miller. I'll take Brock Miller over Bogey right now. Sit Bogey and give me Brock Miller. You'll get more production. Hmm. Bogey's bad. Bogey's really bad right now, man. That is frustrating for me to see him play that bad. I don't know what's going on. I mean, because he had a shooting slump, and they said, look, you got to be more aggressive. And so he started to initiate things more. But then he has another night like this. He's one of 11. Oh, call. And, and by the way, there were some really good looks, and he missed them. Five three seven four. Yes, this is an issue for the Jazz, but the Timberwolves' record is misleading. Their rookie didn't start playing good until halfway through the season, and Cat and D'Lo health was rough the whole season. It's true. They've only played like seven or eight games together all year. How will the Nets have figured their crap out then? Tell me how. Uh, 8003. In my opinion, basketball and football no longer have rivalries like they used to. I think in baseball, you still have rivalries like Dodgers Giants, Dodgers Astros, Dodgers Padres, Dodgers Yankees. I think you still have <laughs> good rivalries in to the hockey. Dodgers. And also, not as well known, but still rivalries. Hey, what's a good rivalry in hockey? Detroit and Colorado used to probably be a good rivalry back in the day, mid 90s. They're duking it out. Yeah. I would agree. Eric, have you had to wipe the studio down yet, or are you just uh, wearing boots with all the saliva coming out of Salveson's mouth? Spitting all over the mic. Hey, actually, no. The mic has stayed clean. (laughs) Sorry. fired up. Uh, uh, 9463 Islanders and Rangers. Ooh, New York, New York. See, uh, proximity makes a big difference with uh, rivalries. Yeah, I get that. could see that. Okay, so coming up next hour, what what's going on with the Jazz? Can it be fixed? No. Is this just a weird patch they're going through? A lot of teams go through weird patches. They're still the number one team. Or is this a uh, kind of where they are right now? And they're gonna they're gonna drop to they could drop all the way down to the third, where the, the Clippers are playing. And also next hour we're getting to the stat that blew our minds and our player of the week. If you want to nominate somebody who should be considered for the player of the week, let us know on the Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. And let us know. Coming up next hour, we'll talk more about it here on the Full Court Press. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Fans in the media have a lot of questions for the 49ers. When they traded three first-round picks and a third to the Dolphins to move up to number three overall... 
We assume they had their guy in mind. Yesterday, head coach Kyle Shanahan addressed the media and didn't really clear anything up. He said there were five quarterbacks he would be comfortable with. He was also asked if Jimmy Garoppolo, his current quarterback, would still be on the team this coming Sunday. Shanahan said, who knows if any of us will be alive by Sunday, which is a fair point. The whole press conference wasn't that dark and mysterious, but he did make it clear the Niners probably won't show their hand before draft night. Pretty incredible to think they would mortgage a chunk of their future without being certain which player they will take Thursday night. But stranger things have happened at draft time. You have to hand it to Kyle Shanahan and the rest of the 49ers. Unless it somehow leaks, the Niners are giving fans a pretty good reason to tune in to Thursday night. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Remember this saying, remember this saying, if you love something, set it free. If it doesn't come back, it was never yours to begin with. Well, when it comes to your identity, the folks at LifeLock are calling BS on that. All of those nights working overtime, saving up all that money, paying off all that debt, and now some identity thief wants to try to set it free? They say that's crazy talk, and we agree. That's why LifeLock helps monitor your information and alert you to potential identity threats. And if you become a victim, a dedicated U.S.-based specialist will be there to help you fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But when identity thieves try to take what's yours, you don't have to take it lying down. And while they aren't exactly setting it free, you can save up to 25% off your first year by calling 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com. Make sure you use the promo code PATRICK. So promo code PATRICK, 25%. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. There might be a winkling, a potential where our listeners might get to meet us in person. What is a winkling? So a winkling, Eric, means a glimmer, a pole. There's a chance. Winkle. Extractor attains something with difficulty. I swore I wasn't going to tell her, but she winkled it out. What? What? I love it. Winkle. Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. This is Dr. Jess Stewart, Chief Medical Officer and Emergency Room Physician for the Cache Valley Hospital. Domestic violence presents to the ER in all different forms. As a hospital, we partner with law enforcement and CAPSA to ensure patient safety. CAPSA support allows our medical staff the greatest chance to identify and support those individuals in need. I am confident in referring my patients to CAPSA because CAPSA provides the advocacy they need. When you know CAPSA, you know healing. Call CAPSA, 753-2500. And Southern Idaho's home for sports, KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. what you need to know. In Major League Baseball, catcher Yadier Molina goes on the injured list for the Cardinals. Pirates out to a 1-0 lead in the second against the Royals and end of two twins tied 2-2 at Cleveland. Six NBA games tonight. Portland's lost five in a row. They're at Indiana tonight. A loss by Portland would clinch a playoff spot in the West for the Clippers. Boston hosting an Oklahoma City team that's lost 14 in a row. The Celtics are resting Jason Tatum. Kemba Walker is out tonight and tomorrow. Charlotte has a home game with Milwaukee. Charlotte Rookie guard LaMelo Ball, after wrist surgery about a month ago, could practice later this week. The NBA regular season ends on Sunday, May 16th, less than three weeks away. NASCAR's next four Sunday races will be on FS1. The Kentucky Derby is this Saturday, and essential quality, undefeated in five races, is the favorite, drawing the number 14 post position today. The NFL Draft starts Thursday night with coverage right here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Steve DeSager. 
full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvas. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM. The fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson, AJ Salveson here on the full court press 106.9 FM 1390 AM. The 106.9 The Fan mobile app, streaming online 1069TheFan.com. And you can find us wherever. You find your local podcasts. Not even local. You can find us wherever on podcasts. Yeah, then you have to be local. No. Search my name. Search AJ's name. Full Court Press. You'll find us. Hey, uh, we were talking about rivalries, and, and 3426 has texted into the show. If you ever go to a Yankees versus Red Sox game, you'll know what a rivalry is beer bottles being thrown over the aisle and security guards lined up on every stair from the bottom all the way up to the top. To split the fans, that and that was 30 minutes before the game even started until an hour after it was done. I believe it. Well, oh, I, I absolutely believe that. I just would want to ask, just to, as a clarification, when was that? How recent was that? If that was just this last year, then that rivalry still very much exists, and I'm happy to hear that. But it seems like the, the, the height of the Yankees-Red Sox rivalry has occurred, and it's on the down slope. Like, since Boston started winning World Series titles, and then the Yankees kind of tapered off for a minute, uh, it seems like it has cooled. It's not as much of a rivalry. Maybe I'm missing the boat here. Maybe I'm totally missing the mark. But what's interesting, AJ, is we've had this discussion, it seems like a lot of, we keep coming back to baseball where these rivalries exist. Yeah. Or were there were there blossoming? But you don't hear it from the NBA. You don't hear any in the NBA. The NFL has had moments. Yeah, I don't think you've had enough consistency in the NFL to say that there is to say that there was like I mean, there's a true consistent rivalry besides Pittsburgh and Baltimore, or even Cle. I, I still put Cleveland and Pittsburgh up there. I really do. Or Cleveland and Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland Pittsburgh I think maybe a little bit more. Yes, because Cleveland yes. is starting to get competitive. Yes, I would agree. Uh 3426 clarifies that was 4 years ago. Yeah, so it's semi recent. Okay, so I, still, I, I yeah, I'm still with it. Still in the mix. Okay. That's good. I'm I <laughs> well, maybe a little bit scary to be there cuz beer bottles could be thrown across the yeah, aisle. Yeah, you never know. Heads but, up. Uh free beer. I <laughs> I think that's good for the sport. It's good for sports, period. Rivalries are good for sports. They're important. Um, I just don't... I'm having a hard time seeing really good rivalries in the NBA today. I haven't seen one in a long time. I haven't seen... I've seen player-individual rivalries start up but not team rivalries. Like, it wasn't Joaquin Noah versus LeBron James. It was Joaquin Noah versus Cleveland. 
It was LeBron James versus Boston. It was that team versus Boston. It was Miami versus Boston. Russell Westbrook versus Utah. Yeah. Kobe Bryant versus Utah. Because right, Oklahoma City in the in, in the Jazz, that was starting to become an interesting rivalry. Houston and the Utah, because you'd see them in the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, but that both Houston, of those franchises are, are vastly different today. Yeah, that Houston Utah rivalry, I mean, it spanned a good solid 10, 12 years. I mean, it went from ninety four, you know, maybe ninety three, latter part of ninety three to all the way to two thousand and nine. Right, because it was Stockton and Malone versus Barkley and Elijah Wan, and then it was Darren Williams or Deron Williams, as Tracy McGrady would like to say. <laughs> Doc Rivers versus Gordon uh, Haywood. Haywood. Uh, well, that was that was Clippers. A five seven seven. Cleveland versus Golden State was a decent rivalry. I'll go with that. I mean, what four straight finals between those two teams? Is that what it was? Was it four straight? Three. Uh, well, one was with Kevin Durant. That was after the LeBron James comeback, so that's two. And then, I don't know. Gosh dang it, Eric. While you look that up. I got to freaking do research. While you look that up. I'm too exhausted. On our Guild Mortgage text line, uh, this is from 9315. I think Joe Ingles could start any new rivalry for the Jazz. Dude, it was four. Was it four? It was. It was four. And, and by the way, you might, and, and I can understand why you want to call it a rivalry, but when the series ends 4-2, there's not much of a rivalry. I mean, they won six games, or excuse me, one, see, six, seven games did the Cavaliers to 4, 8, 12, 15. It was just domination by Golden State except for one year. Uh, 9463 on our Guild Mortgage text line. Zach Wilson versus 94 on Coastal Carolina. Okay. No need for the... That's actually a good one. I'm going with that one. 6328. Uh, what's more impressive, Tom Brady's Super Bowl comeback against the Falcons or LeBron James' comeback against Golden State? No, LeBron versus Golden State all day, and I'm the biggest Tom Brady fan lover out there. What LeBron James did. You're down three games to one. It only takes against one, a super team of all super 73 teams. Seventy three nine, and and you have to you. It's not one win and you win it. It's I got to win three straight games versus the Golden State Warriors, and they only have to win one game, and that's it. If they win one game, this thing's over. I got to go win three straight games, and he took that team to a whole new level, a whole new level to get there, like a level that none of those players. On that team, with the exception of LeBron James, will ever reach again. Kyrie Irving will never reach that level again. Kevin Love, he's already lost it. Matthew Deladova, I mean, he's disappeared. Right? Uh, Tristan Thompson, Mr. Cupcake himself, who knows where the fetch he is. No one will ever reach that level of greatness again in those four, like they did those four games, or those four wins versus Golden State. I'll take I'll take LeBron James over that comeback versus the Falcons anytime, any day, anywhere. Uh six eight nine one on our guild mortgage text line. Uh what about NCAA 
uh, football rivalry or is this just about pro sports? The discussion, I think, is just more about pro sports because I think that rivalries do exist and have been really good in college sports for basketball and uh, college football for for quite a while. I think we have great historic rivalries, and I think we've had some more modern ones developing, and I think those do exist, and they're great. But, but they're missing in, col- in the professional realm, especially in the NBA. But, I mean, for 6891's sake and my sake too, and for my own pleasure, can we talk a little college football rivalry? I mean, right, like Miami, Florida State, Florida State, Florida. Uh, who's Boise State's rival? Well, they would probably say BYU. Would you, I would agree with that. I'd, I would agree with that. Who's Utah State's rival? Utah State's rival ha- rivals with BYU. Are, rivals are with they? Boise State. Are they? No, are they it's really rivals? More are they rivals with Boise State? Because isn't the uh, and you know what eight zero zero three is right? It might be more Wyoming. Yeah, but there's there's not bad blood between the Aggies and the Cowboys. There's bad blood when they play. There's like. Extracurricular activities yeah, on the field when they play BYU or who Boise. is it? But uh, one of our texters had said in the first hour that when you're talking about rivalries, there has to be some sense of competitiveness, competitiveness in it. True, which was I, I would none. maybe probably disqualify Boise State from that discussion, and it would disqualify BYU. Not in the modern era. In the modern, yeah, in the modern era. How many wins do we got over BYU in the last ten years? Three out of the last ten. Is it three or four? Uh, we beat them. We beat them. I can't. Remember. I don't remember all the games. I know we beat them. Certainly back-to-back more than years what recently. Utah State's had over Boise. Yes, it's been one definitely. Six eight nine one USU and Air Force. Mm. They do go out. Yeah, they don't like each other. Uh, yeah, I would absolutely agree. And by the way, the coaches back, you know, Matt Wells and how was it? Howdy Doody. Coach Howdy Doody. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was not a friendly 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 rivalry. Six three two eight is the LeBron James comeback the greatest ever? Yes, I think so. Okay, well, it's never been done before. Actually, you know, well, no, well, in basketball, it hadn't been done. Hold on, though. What's a greater comeback, LeBron James versus Golden State, or the Red Sox down three zero and 4 to the Yankees and coming back to win four games to three? Ooh. Because dude, you had a lot of history remember, on that side. Because remember, I mean, they had Cleveland had to win three games against Golden State. Boston had to win four games, four games, and I think three of those games were in the span of like twenty four hours. <laughs> because David Ortiz had like two game winning hits in the span of like I think it was nineteen hours, and I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I would. My goodness, I I'd have to in four 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 six chimes in Red Sox. I'd have to go Red Sox as the greatest comeback. That's ever. a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Nine four six three. Funny side note: my wife saw my text with you guys and wondered who the heck I had texted seven hundred and twenty six <laughs> times and got no <laughs> response. <laughs> she wasn't even concerned. She just laughed at me. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. That's good. Uh, that's I love funny. that. Uh, 8003 said Wyoming 0251. Real Salt Lake versus Sporting Kansas City in soccer. Mm. 
or RSL versus Seattle. I, I see. I think the Seattle one's a bigger rivalry, and I don't know a ton, but I know enough that I, I feel like Seattle is built more of a rivalry. I'd love to hear O two five one. Would you say Sporting Kansas City or Seattle? Because I'd lean towards Seattle, though. Love to get your thoughts, O two five one, on that. Or any other RSL fans? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure you got a bunch of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, six eight nine one USU in Nevada in basketball definitely yes in basketball, in basketball yes and see that's what's crazy is that it actually changes in basketball who the rivalry is yeah I'd agree with because that. it's San Diego State in basketball it's Nevada. well it was Nevada and then it was San Diego State I still think it's San Diego but I think State. then it was Nevada again and so I think it's gone a little bit back and forth but Nevada is always up there uh let's see three four two six my favorite team is Utah State and anyone who beats BYU hey, you know, <laughs> I like that. Six eight nine one RSL in LA Galaxy, but hasn't and, and and correct me if I'm wrong, soccer fans, and forgive me because I don't know my soccer too much. But is hasn't LA Galaxy dominated the major or the MSL or M- MLS MLS for quite some time? If if I'm not mis- maybe I'm wrong. Help me there. Hmm. Uh, let's see here eight zero zero three to be a rivalry. There has to be two things: history. And competitiveness. Right now, the teams that have the history don't have the competitiveness right now. Okay. So, if we're talking like traditional rivalries with the history, then the competitiveness isn't there. And I, okay, I get that. But you can have, uh, I mean, look what's going on between San Diego and, and Los Angeles. Okay. It's just a few years, and already it's a great rivalry. There's not a lot of history there, but San Diego has committed to making a better ball club. They're improving. They're being more competitive, and they just had a great series, and I would say that's a rivalry. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that you need a rich history to create a rivalry. Uh, I think those are those are great, but what about a modern one within just the last few years? Okay. But I, I, under- I, I, I agree. I there needs saying. to be competitiveness there. And maybe even some bad blood. This is great. Keep it coming, listeners. This is fun. Uh, 0251. I hate Seattle more in regards to soccer, but losing to Sporting Kansas City hurt more than losing in the, or hurt more losing in the championship. Ooh. So it's when you lost and who you, oh. I could see that. 2409. Who the heck is RSL? <laughs> Not a soccer fan there, I guess. Okay. Uh, 6860. Eric, this is what I want to get with you here. I love this from 6860. High school, Logan versus Mountain Crest football, late 90s to early 2000s. Now, I was on the sideline and, and in the stands and whatever during this time. And I can tell you that that rivalry was probably the greatest rivalry in the state of Utah at that time. Because both teams were 4A dominant, probably statewide dominant too. I mean, they were really good. Ryan Bohm on one side, Chase Cutler, um, who was the former quarterback? Jake or no, Jared Lowe, you know, and then Ryan Zimmerman, Jake Caressa, Carson Jessup, Nate Jackson, uh, yeah, Alex Caressa in the late, you know, aughts of the years. Um, and then Riley Nilton on the other side. I just yeah, I would back in those days. That see, and the problem is is high school sports has lost its taste and its zest in rivalry. It is no longer and never will be as great as it used to be because these schools will no longer be as competitive as they used to be because there's so many schools now in the Valley. 
I don't know. I think because they're so close, it creates an interesting layer, layer of rivalry. Mountain Crest and, and Ridgeline was an instant rivalry. But hasn't Before it died- any games were played, it was an instant rivalry. But it's died off now. Well, because there's a competitive competitiveness angle there. Mountain Crest has not been competitive. But see, d- d- doesn't that ruin the... I mean, Ridgeline... But it has nothing to do with proximity. It's about one side is not as competitive as the other. And I'm excited to see Coach Kearns bring Mountain Crest football back to its prominence. And I think Coach Kearns can do that. Because I think it's become more... It would help It's the turning to be Ridgeline and Skyview as more yeah. competitive. Absolutely. More rivalry in basketball and football. Absolutely. 3426. Went with a friend to a Kansas City-Oakland Raider game three years ago in Arrowhead Stadium, and I will never go back again. Not a fan of either one, thank goodness, or I might have died that night. See, Kansas City and Oakland still got it. They may suck. Well, one of them may suck. The other one still definitely got it. But I, man. Uh, 1570 Jazz Nuggets or Jazz Kings back in the day. That yeah, was ben, a good rivalry. Okay, can I ask you something? Chris Weber and one five seven zero. I want you to chime in on this too. One five seven zero. If we're if those Kings teams are playing prime John Stockton, Carmelone, and that Jazz team with Brian Russell, do the Kings win that series still with the Kings prime? Right, that Kings prime team versus Jazz prime of of John Stockton, Carmelone, Russell, uh, Ostertag, Hornacek. Who wins that series? Jazz Prime. I get Kings. I I'll take Kings all day. Jazz. I don't know, man. I'd still put look. You match them up position by position. I'd put Malone over Weber. But Jason Williams, Williams was flashy, but Stockton helped his team. Peja Stojakovic, Doug Christie. I would put I put Horny over uh, Peja. Oh no way! I'm taking Peja all day. Oh my goodness. I'm taking. I mean, that's like taking Andre Iguodala over Steph Curry. What you just said, <laughs> Max Kellerman. Uh, four three. Oh yeah. By the way, one five seven zero. Jazz Prime is what he is. Who he would take? Four three four eight. Local would be Preston versus Century. Ooh, mm. I like that. Yeah, I've, that's I've a heard good that's one. a pretty saucy one. Four three four eight. Good call. Cowboys versus Redskins. I think that still holds a yeah, little I bit. Yeah, I think of, it is. I think it's still there. Has its luster. Yeah. Uh, nine three one five and box elder for the most sports, but they aren't, but they are no longer in the region. Correct. Wait, but back then it used to be eight zero zero three Denver versus Oakland. I think is still a rivalry. Yes. Are we talking Broncos and Raiders? Yeah, I think that's probably what I mean. Yeah, I think that's true. I think there's like a kind of a round robin between Kansas City, Denver, and the Raiders. Seems like those three teams are always kind of. Fighting each other. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, yeah, I, man. And you know what? Uh, one true Aggie tweets in at you, Eric. Uh, a lot of it has to do with the millennial generation isn't as tied to sports as part of their life like previous generations. As a result, they don't get as engaged in rivalries like their forebears did. I just think they're best friends now. I do. Which and, and, well, they're, and, they're hopping online, playing video games together. Yeah, going to bonfires, dances. I mean, like, here's the problem, and this is what I just absolutely despise. I absolutely despise this. Is when you're going to a dance, but you bring a girl from a rival high school. 
Why? There's girls in our school who need to be asked to the dance. <laughs> and you're bringing a girl from Logan? Why? She's got another homecoming. Let her go to a homecoming with somebody else. Gal. That, bu- that, that crap bugs me. I would, it was my goal to ruin. It became my job, as Curious George would like to say, when I saw that, to ruin their dance night. It <laughs> pointed out. One five seven zero Bulls Pistons in the day. Oh, that used to be good. Do you know what used to be really good? Is Cavs and Pistons back in the day too? They used to go at it. Yeah. Uh, eight zero zero three. Everybody gets a national championship. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Did oh. you hear they did something at the Oscars this year? One more reason why it's silly. Uh, what goes on there? But they had uh, uh, everybody got some kind of a participation. You're all a winner. Some. Uh, like in their gift bags. What? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Nine four six three. I wish Silly the Valley days. teams would play Preston with more consistency. That would get lit. Big fails. Um. Yeah, they play them in basketball, don't they? Yeah, that's becoming more of a thing. Thank goodness. I Fo- think that's right. Football, they don't face each other, right? I think. No, Logan, not much. Yeah, football's kind of turned off. Uh, 1570, Duke and UNC is still the spiciest rivalry in basketball. In football, I still think it's Florida State and Florida. Uh, 9315, is the Jazz Lakers still a rivalry? No. Absolutely not. Uh, I, I think it, I'm not there. I think there's a little bit that's still there. Jazz fans don't like the Lakers. Um, but... But the Lakers fans don't care about the Jazz. Right, they're not thinking about Utah. They're, they're non-existent. Five seven one or no sorry uh, four three four eight. Little Caesars versus Pizza Hut. That's not a rivalry. <laughs> Little Caesars has dominated for years. Uh, now, if you want to go Little Caesars versus Domino's, then it's a rivalry. Wouldn't it be better Pizza Hut versus Domino's? No, because those are the delivery ones. Okay, you could do that, but but again, but it gets watered down because now Little Caesars can deliver through DoorDash. Well, that's, so that's it's, like it's cheating. a little water. It doesn't matter. It's a little watered down. And by the way, if you're going Domino's versus Pizza Hut, the Pizza Hut has became the, I don't know, has became the San Jose State of football, or I guess of basketball. Say, well, careful, because they were I know. resurgent I had in to, football. I had, I had to restart So that. they're on the on the, on the okay. up. They Pizza Hut has really downgraded every bit of their Pizza Hut. Oh, eight zero zero three Pizza Hut all day. I don't. What, are you a Pizza Hut guy? I don't mind Pizza Hut. No, way. dude. Because you can't. I'll have, be honest. I you can't have Pizza I eat Hut more the little next Caesars day. or Domino's than I do yeah. Pizza Hut. You can't have Pizza Hut the next day. But the reason why it tastes like crap. The only reason why is because of geography. What do you mean? There's a Little Caesars and a Domino's that are closer to my home than Pizza Hut. So I know I can go over there, get something, pick it up quick, and be done. Pizza Hut, I got to drive clear across town. That's the only reason. 9315, Costco and Sam's Club. (laughs) (laughs) 8003 says, better crust for Pizza Hut. 9463, uh, is that the voice bit for the next week? Pizza Hut is the San Jose State of Pizza. (laughs) (laughs) 1570, Jazz fans versus Westbrook. Yeah, you pointed that out, Eric. Yeah. That's still there too. Even yeah, if, and is it uh, with player movement, or is it 
you're less tied to a team and you're more tied to a player. Yeah, which I think is the case in the NBA now. It's more fans versus the player, not team versus the player, which is... Right, like how many different LeBron jerseys, LeBron James jerseys do you have in your closet if you're a LeBron James fan? If you were originally a Cleveland Cavaliers fan, okay. and LeBron James okay. shows up. That's a great question. And then he goes to Miami. Yeah. Oh, I love LeBron. I'm mm. a Miami fan now. No. Which you, I'm not I'm not necessarily chiding anyone for that because this happens. Yeah, because I'm a Tom Brady guy. You're going to chide me for it? And then he goes back to Cleveland. You buy a new Cleveland jersey. And now he goes to Los Angeles. You buy a new LeBron James jersey because he's your guy. Okay, so no, here's the thing is you take his best years and you buy those jerseys. So, the so heat, you're not a fan Cavs of him here? in the moment? No, no. Well, no, 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 no. You're a fan of him, but you don't go buy his Lakers jersey. You want his Heat jersey and his Cavs jersey. If Tom Brady goes to the, I mean, heaven forbid, goes to Miami, I'm not buying a Brady Dolphins jersey. I'm getting a Bucks jersey and I've got a Patriots jersey and that's all I need. Hurricane John Newbold will buy it for you. I don't want no. And if he does, I've got new toilet paper. <laughs> Five three three eight. Ollie versus Fraser. I love that rivalry back in the day. I wasn't alive, but I watched, watched several documentaries on it. Um, I'll, I, that was incredible. That stuff was good. Yeah. John Newbold, AFC East Dolphins versus Jets. It wasn't a rivalry. They both sucked. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good discussion. Great uh, participation on the Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, what are modern rivalries in professional sports. If you're having a hard time coming up with them, why? Where have they gone? Also, Utah Jazz, are you hitting the panic button on the Jazz yet? Uh, can it be fixed? They are no. uh, 8 and 6 in April. You're welcome, Jazz World, for helping me or letting me bring you down with two more games in the month. Back to reality. You're welcome. And uh, stat to blow our mind and our player of the week Really an intriguing idea. It's not just an idea. It's been approved by the Pioneer League about how they're going to decide future baseball games. It says brilliant or just a gimmick? Because we know there's a lot of gimmicks in minor league baseball. We'll talk about that coming up on the Full Court Press. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Have you heard? The marketplace is making major changes. Improvements to affordability through the health insurance marketplace by increasing financial assistance, lowering your premiums, and more generous cost sharing to lower your out-of-pocket max. If you have coverage, come in to see if you can save even more. Never applied? We can help. Go to lssins.com or call 752-9493. That's 752-9493. We all believe our team is the best. Whether you're a bobcat, a wolf, a grizzly, a mustang, or a riverhawk, we can all agree on one thing. Les Olson Company is the best choice for your office technology needs. So if you need to copy it, print it, scan it, or network it, Les Olson Company is there for all of your office technology needs. Just Les Olson it. Visit lesolsonit.com today. Les Olson Company. When you think about mom, what you see is dependable, always there when you need her, understanding, caring, and definitely forgiving. She takes care of the kids, cooks, cleans, grocery shops, clipping the coupons to stretch your dollars further. She is an accountant, chauffeur, a tutor, a counselor, and sometimes a referee. She is a hands-on, micromanaging CEO of the house, who in some cases also has a second job. This Mother's Day... Get her something special at Jarek's Fine Jewelry in Logan. Make it special, make it Jarek's. 
It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Hey, 2409 text in. Don't you think with more teams and more leagues with the rivalries, or to me, the rivalries have become more regional than national and professional sports? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Spot Jazz, Denver. Yep. Definitely regional. Cubs are uh, Cubs and Cubs Brewers. And Brewers. Dodgers, Padres. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one five seven zero. I think the Jazz should sit everybody against the Suns. They're going to lose the one seed anyway. Get people rested and don't give the Suns any material for later on. Uh, let's see. I think uh, Donovan Mitchell. He will not be available. If I'm no, he's and I think he's out for the rest of the week. Actually, if I'm uh, yeah, he's not available until next week, and that's that's what they think. Hey, by the way, Piranhas had tweeted in and us that Pizza Hut has gone way downhill. Little Caesars all day. If Pizza Plus is not... Oh, Pizza Plus is the way to go, by the way. Oh, God, I miss their breadsticks. I need to go there tonight. Get fat. I'm all about it. Um. Okay, Eric, give me a 1570. I think the Jazz should sit everybody against the Suns. They're going to lose the one seat anyway, get people rested, and don't give the Suns any material for later on. Do we start thinking maybe, hey, look, it's time to... Rest our guys, get them ready, get them healthy for that playoff run when things do ratchet up about 10 notches? No. Why? Uh, Jazz are still in the first place position in By the West one game, and, though, and overall. Versus a, team's, versus a Suns team who actually did really well on that East Coast trip, get the Clippers tomorrow night, and then they're going to beat the Jazz on Friday. Then what? But that's not, I mean, you still have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games after that. Okay. So if it was the last game or near the end, then maybe. But there's still a lot to play for. You still want to try to get the, the home court advantage throughout. It, you, you have it, you want to try to maintain it and keep it. I get it, but what's more important, the one seat or health? Well,. Yeah, ultimately health. Because I think some of these guys are starting to drag to the finish line. Some of these guys are getting worn out. Ingles, Bogey, Clarkson. Key guys. They need some rest. Well, it's been... What's been frustrating about the Jazz this month is that there, like I mentioned earlier, there have been stretches when Jordan Clarkson was out. There's been a game or two with Mike Connolly out. Now we've had four or five games without Donovan Mitchell. But what's frustrating in this stretch is that this should be, when these other guys are out, these should be opportunities for somebody else to kind of step up yeah. and enlarge their role. But the team has been really hit and miss on, on their ability to do that. I would agree. I, would agree I mean, if that. the Jazz are only going to be a, a, a number one team if everybody's healthy, boy, that's a really risky gambit. I don't know how you keep everybody healthy. Somebody's going to twist an ankle, get a sore knee, fall awkwardly. 
Okay, yeah, there is those sudden, out-of-the-blue injuries. But I'm talking about mileage on players right now. I mean, we are driving this car 300,000 miles over in a, in a crunched-in 72-game season where you've been holding on to the one seed. I don't think there's a major difference between the one seed and two seed, Eric, except for the home court advantage in the Western Conference Finals. But then based on fan attendance, I don't think it affects them that much. If that's what the difference is, I say rest the guys. Okay, what about potential matchups? You talk about matchups. They're important. We saw that in the Minnesota series. They just had to, it was a bad matchup. The Jazz couldn't figure it out. If the Jazz remain number one, their future matchup will be against either Golden State or San Antonio. And do, and do you want or Gold- potentially Memphis? Okay, but and then we don't know who it is. Do you want Golden State in the first round? I wouldn't mind it. You got to be kidding me. Why? You're okay with Golden They're State in the first round. 31 and 30. Steph, yeah. Steph's going to do what Steph does, but who else is helping him? Yeah, but guess what? It doesn't really matter, does it? Because Bradley Bill had 41 against us and they beat us. Cat well, had 21 against Russell us. Russell Westbrook and they beat us. is a key person there. Russell Westbrook wasn't as good. He, wasn't he had a triple double. Great. So he's a stat, he's a stat patter. That means he's doing a lot of things we, on we the court. Beat, no, we've beaten Russell Westbrook before. He's not the difference. The difference is Bradley Bill. Cat Towns had who a else, day. Okay, who else on Golden State is would cause you to be concerned? Draymond Green can have his days. That's too inconsistent. So if, That's funny because that's what they said about the rest of the Minnesota role players, but we couldn't handle that. So either the Jazz would get Golden State, San Antonio, or Memphis. It could be any one of those three teams. Please be if Memphis. If they're the number one seed. Please if be the Memphis. the number two seed... It's possibly Portland or Memphis at this moment. Would you rather against Portland or Memphis? Yeah, I'd rather have that. Who scares you more, Portland or Golden State? And then the next round, you'd have the Clippers. Okay, would you rather have the Clippers or... Or Denver? Or Denver. Denver versus LA Lakers? Yeah, you don't want any part of that matchup, Denver or L. Lakers. You are going to be a second round exit as the one as the one seed if you get the Nuggets or Lakers. They will get eliminated. The Jazz will be out. You you want that? You're okay with that? That's what I thought. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Look, there's not. There's not a lot of great options here, but I, actually, I would probably take the the Denver. Oh my goodness! Series over the Lake oh, or the you, Clippers. You gotta be. I look that. There's no Jamal Murray. I don't care, Jokic. And guess what? Here's the thing: is you don't have to worry about the Nuggets. Do you want to know why? Because they're getting swept by the Lakers in four games. So get you don't have to worry about the the Nuggets because you're going to get LA in the second round. And you want Nuggets and Lakers went seven in the bubble. Oh, oh my, don't give me the bubble. Jamal Murray was in the bubble, Eric. That's true. Yes, okay, he was. Jeremy Grant, the Cray guy, they were all in the bubble. Don't give me the bubble crap. Don't. We're talking about a healthy L.A. Lakers team versus a Jamal Murray-less 
Denver Nuggets team. Guess what? Lakers are winning that thing in four, and they're chopping it the bit at the Utah Jazz. And guess what? They're going to beat the Utah Jazz. Not in four, but they're going to beat the Jazz in a series. You feel comfortable. You feel okay with that. Man, your confidence so rather, is higher than it would. You'd rather take them than... So you'd rather take on the Clippers. Who are one of the hottest teams in the NBA oh right now. Oh, my heck. Okay, would I, would I rather have them take on LeBron James and Anthony Davis who are fully healthy and they're the biggest problem to the Utah Jazz? Or would I rather have them take on Mr. Pandemic P whose best defense is Joe Ingles and Kawhi Leonard? And, by the way, they have Reggie Jackson, a guard, who doesn't even know the place for the Clippers. He's playing some really good basketball for them. Give me the Clippers all day. The Clippers, since they have, since uh, uh, Reggie Jackson and um, uh, Rondo have shown up, are a much better team. One five seven zero. LeBron and AD are really rested. They're going to be. That's very true. They'll that be ready real, to go. That's a real concern. They'll be absolutely ready to go. Man, if you had this much confidence in my job of me doing my job, I would. Man. You would know, you would have no idea how high I can fly. <laughs> okay. How high you can fly? Yes. You, I just want to make something very. I just want to clarify to make sure I heard right. Did you tell me you would rather have the winner, which would most likely be the Lakers of the Lakers Nuggets series, rather than a matchup of Clippers and Mavericks? Um, <sighs> the fact that you're thinking about it really does because worry me. The, for about the Clippers you. Mavericks series will probably go longer. Yes, than the Denver Lakers series. That's going to be a sweep. I'll be four games now, or it'll be a gentleman's sweep for that matter. So then you want? Uh, yeah, so maybe the number two seed is a little bit more enticing. You're welcome. You're you're absolutely welcome. So, did the Jazz uh, say, tell Joe Ingles, look, take the night off on Wednesday and start periodically telling guys to take nights off? Yeah, you just switch it out. Like, if Don, when Donovan is ready to go and he's healthy. Well, I, I guess mean, you wouldn't sit Joe yet. No, you can't. You wait till Donovan comes back. But when comes Donovan back. comes back, you say, okay, we're going to start periodically resting guys. You're going to sit this night. You're going to sit this night. We're going to have two guys sit this night. And tell them we are getting ready for the playoff stretch. Because you're the one seed, and you got to be ready to go. So the I'm working backwards here. The, okay. the the last games for the Jazz. I'm going to go from the very last game, kind of then going back from there. Yep. Very last game is at Sacramento. Mm-hmm. After that, uh, well, I guess before that, it's Oklahoma City. I think you could easily rest guys in those games. I guess it depends on where they're at in the rankings. But those will be two teams eliminated from the playoffs. But where are you at in the in the, uh, in the standings? Before that, it's Portland and Golden State. So your last four games, well, excuse me, there's quite a few games here that are coming up that are playoff-bound teams or teams fighting for the playoffs. At Phoenix uh, versus Toronto versus San Antonio twice versus Denver. At Golden State versus Portland. It's not 
It's not going to be a cakewalk for the Jazz to finish this thing up. Nope, it won't be. And give me the Sun schedule. Uh, to finish out their uh, yep. their season? Yep. Okay, this is, again, working at the very last game. Okay, and then going and up. And working right? backwards. Okay. San Antonio, a two-game series in San Antonio. Home against Portland. At Golden State. At Los Angeles. Versus New York. At Atlanta. I that that's a tougher stretch than the, the what the Jazz have. Is it? Phoenix will play after the Jazz game. Phoenix will play one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams that are playoff bound. But here's the here's the kicker, though, Eric. They're going to beat the Jazz on Friday. If they beat L.A. Clippers on Wednesday. They're going to get wins over OKC, Cleveland, and Atlanta. That's one, two, three, four, five straight wins. Before. I don't know about Atlanta. They're playing really good basketball right now. It's Atlanta. It's Atlanta. I'm not. New worried. York's going to come in with some revenge. I hope so. If they had that lead and lost the game. Um, the, you're right. The Los Angeles Lakers, uh, Warriors, California Golden Bridge trip is is a little bit tough. But home against Portland and twice at San Antonio. Back-to-back days, by the way. Kind of interesting. Um, if they get on a run, you can say goodbye to that one seed. 9-3-1-5. What, if, what happens if the Jazz beat the Suns, AJ? It's not going to happen, so don't worry about it. They can't beat him in Phoenix. Yes. Let me do it again. Here we go. The Jazz will not beat Phoenix on Friday in Phoenix. The Suns own the Jazz in Phoenix. Count it. All right. We got to cut another timeout here on the full court press. So when we come back, we got to get it to our stat that blew our mind, our player of the week, and a really interesting concept that's been approved by the Pioneer League in minor league baseball. Interesting concept or just a gimmick? We'll discuss that next on the Full Court Press. We all have items in our homes that can be recycled. Old aluminum cans, aluminum siding, car batteries, electrical cords, plumbing fixtures, and dozens of other things. Did you know if Americans recycled just one-tenth of their newspapers, it would save 25 million trees this year? Recycling is easy at Valley Recycling. Take in your metals, even if you're not sure what they are. They'll take what they can and pay you for it. Valley Recycling pays cash for old cars and other scrap metal. That's why they say when you go green, you get green at Valley Recycling, 145 North 10th West in Logan. This is Edit Fisher Home Furnishings. Thank you for shopping at our store. Come in right now for our anniversary sale. All of our name brand suppliers have helped out with extra discounts for this sale. Find the lowest price on Lazy Boy, Flexsteel, Bassett, Serta, Lexington, Bernhardt, and then take an additional 15, 20, up to 25% off. At Fisher's, we have a great selection. We stock more, we sell more. You'll find the largest selection of home furnishings right here. The anniversary sale brings an additional 15, 20, and 25% off the lowest marked sale price. Shop Fisher Home Furnishings or anytime at Fisher hf.com mothers are simply the best so treat her with nothing but the best this mother's day with a delicious brunch buffet at elements restaurant omelets to order crepes hot griddle cakes slow roasted prime ribs salmon shrimp and more delicious options including salad bar and endless desserts treat mom to something extraordinary at the elements restaurant mother's day brunch sunday may 9th google elements restaurant to reserve online or call 750-5171 that's 750-5171 now open and wait 
waiting for you. Elements Restaurant, next to the Spring Hill Suites in South Logan. There's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Castellite and Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Castellite. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go. Online at Castellite.com. Bullcraft Utah Brigham City, a division of Newcore Steel and the nation's largest steel producer, is looking for qualified applicants for production positions in their steel joist plant. This position requires moderate to heavy lifting while working in a safety-oriented, fast-paced team environment with competitive pay, weekly bonuses, and benefits. Go to careers.newcore.com. Search entry-level production at Bullcraft Utah. Submit your information. Watch for a Bullcraft job fair in a few weeks. Newcore is an equal opportunity affirmative action employer. Male, female, disabled vets, and a drug-free workplace. The Cache Valley Media Group is looking to hire an administrative assistant slash traffic director. Duties include answering and directing calls, greeting public, data entry with a high level of accuracy, and daily scheduling of radio and digital messages. Must be computer literate, knowledge of Excel and Word, have basic accounting experience, the ability to multitask, learn and understand new software, a self-starter, and work well with others. Previous media experience is a plus but not required. Pay based on experience, benefits, and training provided. All inquiries kept confidential. Send your resume to jobs at cvradio.com. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Let's take a look at the numbers. It's the stat that blew our minds. He did what? On the Full Court Press. Wow, that blew my mind. All right, stat time. You're on the Full Court Press. It's Tuesday, so it's time to share the interesting tidbits that we've come across over the past week. AJ, for fear of you claiming that I stole your which you usually do your stat, which has happened before. Yes, okay. Inadvertently, glad you admitted it. No, innocently, innocently. There's no such thing. That's not even a word. Why don't you go first? My Braves have been on a struggle a little bit. They've they've had their moments. Uh, a couple days ago, they had a they had combined one combined hit in their doubleheader. One hit combined in two games, according to Elias Sports. That's the fewest in the doubleheader in MLB history. The previous fewest was two by Cleveland against the Red Sox on April twelfth, ninety two. Wow. Ouch. See, Bryant had that nice grand slam the other night against your Braves. In the end, it didn't matter. They still lost. Good to see him show up every now and then. Yeah, kind of wondered true. if he was coming back to play. All right. This is uh, kind of in two parts here, but it's related. Uh, the Utah Jazz, the first team with the best record in the NBA to blow 17-plus point leads in back-to-back games. Nice. And no team... That finished the season with a win percentage below 300 has ever swept a series of three plus games from a team that finished the season with a winning percentage above 0.700. And that's the way it's going to end up. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves sweeping the Jazz, a-, a team that bad has never swept a team that good before, ever, in the NBA. 
That's that's your championship contending Utah Jazz, folks. It's embarrassing. It's great stuff. Riveting. Time to see who the real MVP is. If you have a good game, your game is going to say that. You, know, you don't have to say it. Puts a lot of cool things in perspective anytime you're the first time doing something. It's the Full Court Press Player of the Week. Let's go! Yep. Well, besides the stat to blow our minds, we also give a shout-out to somebody who really stood out to us and what they are able to do over this past week. Who stood out? All right, Eric, since I steal your Player of the Week a lot, supposedly, who is your Player of the Week? My player is Fernando Tatis Jr. Oh, that's mine too. What do you know? <laughs> I mean, but, uh, but for it's bound to happen. Yeah, but for obvious reason, right? I mean, how is it not? Right. I, I thought he was spectacular against the Dodgers. Uh, he has changed the face of of San uh, San Diego. Now, San Diego made the controversial move, spending spending a lot of money going after Manny Machado. But really, it hasn't been in, until uh, Fernando Tatis has showed up on the scene that they've become an electric ball club where it's they're fun to watch and they're exciting and they're competitive. Uh, and he had a great series uh, hitting off of Trevor Bauer, hitting things that were that not very many people were able to do. Um, and uh, I just thought he was so fun and exciting what he's able to do against the uh, arguably one of the best teams in Major League Baseball. Yeah, my uh, so I'm gonna go w- with that. By the way, in that series against uh, in, in the, against the Dodgers, uh, he went eight of eighteen with five home runs, six ribbies, nine runs, three stolen bases. I'm gonna give my Player of the Week to the Ridgeline baseball team. They swept Mountain Crest. That was supposed to be like this big series, you know, winners in the driver's seat, and Ridgeline goes out there and just takes care of business. Uh, had to win it in extra innings, I believe, in Game One. Turned around and, and handled them pretty well in Game 2. Same thing in Game 3. Ridgeline was really, really impressive in that three-game series against Mountain Crest. Uh, and by the way, two of those games were at MC. So, credit to Ridgeline. Uh, Ridgeline is behind Mountain Crest in the latest RPI, but they are crushing it in region play, and they're moving up the leaderboard. Yeah, they're on a roll right now. They're, I think, what was it? They were 8-1 and one in region play. Mountain yeah. Crest was 5-4. and four. As of yesterday? Yes. Uh, they got to see uh, Mountain Crest plays Bear River, or not Mountain Crest, Green Canyons against Bear River today. Um, Mountain Crest, I believe, has Logan, and Ridgeline plays Skyview. And by the way, speaking of, of high school, think about this. Dude, Reese Hansen, their pitcher for Mountain Crest, or no, for Green Canyon, he threw 84 pitches against Mountain Crest in Game 1, 86 in Game 2 on Friday that same week. 86 pitches the following Wednesday, and he's throwing today. Oh, my word. That's over 200 pitches in the span of eight days that he's thrown, and he's throwing again today. <laughs> His arm's going to fall off. It's, uh, he's not, I mean, and that's their best pitcher. That's their ace for Green Canyon. Whew. That's, uh, that's tough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, interesting note coming out of the Pioneer League. They are not going to go extra innings. If a game is tied... Rather than going extra innings, they announced today they're going to have a home run derby. <laughs> what? A sudden death derby round. I love this. So wait, how does this work? 
So games that are tied at the end of regulation, and the, the way they'll do things is have a each team will have a designated batter. They'll decide who they want to send to the plate, and that that player will receive five pitches. And then the team hitting the most long balls during the derby will receive the win. If it's tied after five swings each, another hitter will be selected for another sudden death derby round. So the, the league says it's designed to avoid excessive strain on pitching staffs. Do you like this? I'm, I think it'll be fun. I think it's new and it's fun. And you know what? That's what baseball needs to get more creative, and this is a new way. I'd be, I'd be pulling for teams to go extra innings. Well, not extra innings, but to be tied at the end and have a home run derby. That would make it exciting. You'd probably speed it up, too, by the way. Game oh, would yeah. be decided a lot. No, quicker. I love it. I'm, I'm all about the idea. I think it'll be fun. The purest of baseball will hate it. <laughs> but I uh, love it. Other Pioneer League rule changes include a designated pinch hitter. Each team can use once per game a designated pinch hitter who will bat for a player but the original player may then return to his defensive position unless and until substituted. The pinch hitter uh, may not return to the game. This is interesting. Uh, also, a designated pinch runner. Once per game, you can have a designated pinch runner. Uh, check swings. A hitter may appeal a check swing strike decision to a base umpire. Under standard baseball rules, only defensive teams can ask for an appeal. Isn't that interesting? The batter can uh, call for a review. Uh, they will have three-man umpire crews used instead of two-man crews. So um, it's interesting. You know, the uh, Ogden Raptors, they're part of that. So if you're going to go down to an Ogden Raptors game, you could be uh, in for some, uh, man, bring your, bring your mitt because they'll be uh, hitting them out of the park. If it goes extra innings, would Major League Baseball go for this? I don't think so. Probably never. No, they never would. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be fun. I, li- I do like the second base starting off idea. I do like that. I'm, I'm okay with it. So is this, is this really, is it a good idea how to conclude and decide a winner, or is this just a gimmick? Uh, no, it's, I mean, and they're, and they're trying to relieve the arm stress of, because minor league pitchers, look, their goal is to get to the major league and they need to be, I mean, you just, if the, if the show calls you and you say, I'm sorry, but I just threw 46 pitches in an 18 inning game, that doesn't do any good. Does absolutely no good at all. I think there's an element of a gimmick here. But at the same time, it's minor league baseball. If it helps make the game exciting and it brings people to the ballpark. Yeah, that's right. It's minor league baseball. That is a great way to put it. I'm okay with it. Uh, League president uh, Michael Shapiro in a statement, minor league baseball league is committed to developing ideas that enhance the strategy of the game, protect the safety of our players, and add to the fun and engagement of our fans. We believe this focus will help assure the future of the game among a broader and more diverse audience. There's no question, Ajay, people get excited about home runs more than they do about the strikeouts. Yeah. Now, this will be great. I, I love it. And again, purists will hate it, but I love it. I think it's going to be fun for my... You're right. It's minor league baseball. 
Calm down. 96-game schedule starts on May 22nd. Oh, man. Bees baseball starts next week. It's about that time. It's exciting. Dang time. Have a great night, everybody. Another Full Court Press show is coming to a close, but you can find them on Twitter. Follow Eric Franzen at efranzen and AJ Salveson at AJ Salvi. If you missed today's episode, find it on 1069thefan.com or wherever you get your podcasts.